Hi everybody, Chrissy Hutchings here from ChrissyHutchings.com in the worship life. I want to do a post really quickly to pray over you and to encourage you. A couple of months ago, I was reading in the book of Jeremiah, a very familiar scripture to all of us. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts for good and not evil. And we have rehearsed that scripture over and over and over. But I want to give you a little context to that scripture. And that's the reason for this um, podcast really quickly. I want to encourage you that did you know that even when you go into captivity, God already has a plan for your release? Whatever your captivity is today, Um, whether you're struggling in your body and sickness, whether you're struggling in your mind with fear and anxiety and depression, those things are very real. Whether you're struggling in a relationship that you're finding it hard to let go of because it's toxic or because uh, you've grown in separate ways, whatever it is, maybe you're in the midst of a very abusive relationship And you feel extremely trapped and downtrodden. And between the going into captivity and the rescue is your life. You're praying constantly. You're seeking God in his word constantly. Or maybe you've given up on seeking God. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're exhausted and you're not seeing the change that you want. But I'm here to let you know. That God is in the midst of you. That he's in the midst of that. When the children of Israel went into captivity, first of all, they went into captivity because of their disobedience and because they refused to listen to God. God sent the prophet Jeremiah to them for years, even decades, to preach the same message. And nobody listened to him. How would you like to be that kind of a prophet? Well, I believe in the last days that those kinds of prophets are going to be, uh, are, are uh, going to rise up and speak the word of the Lord. I believe that nobody's going to listen. Uh, but God is very um, deliberate about the prophets, prophets that he sends. And that is his mercy. Did you know the prophets of God is his mercy to his people? The prophets of God in the Old Testament were his voice to the people to let them know what God was saying. Well, you know, in Hebrews 1, the Bible says that in times past, God spoke to us by the prophets. But now in these last days, God has spoken to us through his son. Does he still send prophets? Yeah, he does. The Bible even says that the fivefold ministry. I want to take a piece from Jeremiah 29, where this actual scripture came out of a letter that Jeremiah wrote, excuse me, that Jeremiah wrote to the captives. Now, I don't know if this letter was penned before they left or if it was penned after they had already been there for a while. But in verse one, I'm going to go there really quickly. Um, Now, these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem to the remainder of the elders who were carried away captive, to the priests, the prophets, and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. 
This is a letter that he sent to the captives. And in this letter, now you got to understand, this letter was written before the time of captivity was even up. Before that time where Daniel said, okay, it's been, the, the fullness of time has come and it's time for our captivity to be ended. This letter was written well before that. And that was really encouraging to me when I read it. And so in the letter, he begins to um, instruct the captives of this is how you're to live while you're in that city. In verse seven, he says to seek the peace of the city and the prosperity of the city because you're going to be living there. And so you want that peace and that prosperity to be upon you. He was giving them instructions for life in captivity. Wow. Don't you wish somebody put a letter like that in your mailbox right now? But you have that letter and that letter is the scripture. But within the context of that letter, he's saying that God says, you know, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. And right now, before you even are in captivity for a long period of time, I've already got a plan for you. My plan for you is one of hope. My plan for you is a future. In the beginning of their captivity, God was assuring them that they had a future. Now, it's easy for us to look back on a situation like that and say, woohoo, yes, they're going to be freed from captivity. But when you're in the midst of captivity and you don't have a clue when it's all going to be over and done with, it's really difficult to endure it. But I wanted to bring this to you today to let you know that God has a plan while you are in captivity, while you are in the situation that you're in. And one of the things that we struggle over in uh, the church and in Christianity is the fact that we even go into trials and tribulations. If you've read the scripture long enough, you'll see that trials and tribulations are really a part of what we've been called to as Christ followers. And in that calling, our faith is made gold and God is glorified. But here's what I want you to understand. While you are in captivity, God has a way of escape for you. God has a plan for when that captivity is ended. And one of the things that we have to do in captivity is come to a place of peace. Because you know what? We're going to kick and scream for the first little while. We're going to kick and scream. I mean, the uh, Jerusalem and the king and all those, they kicked and screamed before they were even carried away into captivity. When Jeremiah was trying to warn them and let them know that they were going to become captives of Nebuchadnezzar and that, that what they needed to do was surrender to Nebuchadnezzar, not fight against him. And they could not fathom in their mind that God was calling them to surrender to an enemy instead of fight for the city of Jerusalem. Wow. Now, I don't know what that means to you right now, but I know what's going on in my head right now. And that is there are times where we're trying to kick and scream and bust our way out of a trial that is intended to strengthen us and might be intended to go on for a period of time. I remember one time in particular when I was going through a really massive trial in my life. It was a physical trial. And I'm not saying God put physical stuff on me because we know that that's not true. 
But that trial and tribulation lasted for quite a while. And in that time, I kicked and screamed and I cried and I asked God why. And I did that for a while and then I fought for a while and then I got weary again and quoted scripture again and began to pray again and put it on my worship and all these different things. And still, the trial continued on. Well, what I did after a while is really just surrendered to God and said, Lord, help me to cooperate with you at this time. Show me the way that I need to cooperate with you. And that's where I want to help you out right now. And I'm not saying that was my experience. I'm not saying that that is your experience, but I want to encourage you with this. No matter what kind of situation you're in, no matter what kind of trial and tribulation, God already has a plan for the end of that trial and the end of that tribulation. And it's a good plan. It's one of restoration. Look, the rest of that scripture says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. Now, a lot of times we'll stop right there, but I want to go on because he he continues that promise. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you to a place from which I caused you to be carried away captive. And in the end, he says, I'm going to restore your fortunes. I'm going to bring you in to a good land where you're going to eat, where you're going to be have plenty. I'm going to bring you and restore your fortunes. You know, not only is God going to bring you out of captivity, he's going to restore everything back to your life. And I want to encourage you with that today. And I want to pray with you right now. Father, we have taken hold of your promise And I pray for the person listening on the other end of this podcast, God, and I pray for them. And I ask you, Father, to help bring them into an understanding in the situation that they're in right now. I pray and I ask you, Father God, to strengthen them where they are, to strengthen them with all might in their inner man by your spirit. God, I pray that you would bring them to a place of peace I speak peace over you. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. I speak the comfort of God over you. Lord, you have said that you are the God of all comfort. And so with the comfort that I've received from you, I I send it out to those listening to comfort them, to bring them to a place of peace. I thank you for your promise and I pray that each one would would receive that promise. That they would know that even in the midst of the captivity that they're in right now or the situation that they're in right now, you already have a plan not just for their rescue, but for the restoration of all things after their rescue. And I pray it and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. 